welcome to the Driveway Beers Podcast with Mike and Alex. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you enjoy the show. Please like, subscribe, comment, and share on any platform that you're listening to. All right, welcome back to another show. We appreciate you coming back, as always. Please like, subscribe, comment, and share. If you can do us a favor in the new year, please rate us a review on Apple Podcasts, where most people listen to the show. Apparently, 65% of people that listen to the show listen to it on Apple Podcasts. So we appreciate you if you can... Pause the show right now, write us a quick review, tell us we're awful, tell us we're wonderful, whatever you want to do. Uh, that helps us get in front of more people with, with the Apple algorithm. Um, if you're listening to us on YouTube or Rumble, uh, go ahead and leave us a comment, which we got a, we got a comment on, on Rumble, of all places, on the, uh, shit, I don't remember which episode it was. It was wasn't the reason one. It was like three episodes ago. Was it positive? I don't know. It was unintelligible. Oh. Like, I read it, and I'm like, I have no idea what this means. Well, thank you, sir. Yeah. Thank you. But thank you for your comment. I'm sure it was lovely. At least I'm going to pretend it was. <laughs> we want to thank uh, Brian Schilling with AnnapolisHomeExperts.com. If you're looking for a home in this new year, please go contact Brian. AnnapolisHomeExperts.com. Uh, if you're in the Annapolis or greater Annapolis area, he is the person you want on your side to find yourself a new home or to sell your home in the new year. Uh, we also want to thank Cheers and Spirits in the Arnold Station Plaza for providing the uh, bourbon tonight. Now we're going, we're going low brow tonight. Yeah, we're going with the seventeen bucks, seventeen dollars with ta- out the door, seventeen. <laughs> now it's not as cheap as the benchmark number eight because right. benchmark number eight was, I believe, eighteen dollars for the handle. Yeah, this is seventeen dollars for the normal seven fifty, right, Mill? Yep. Uh, this is Evan Williams. Uh, it's just Evan Williams, Kentucky Bourbon. There's a number one on it, though. What is it? Uh, hold on. Uh, this says Kentucky, uh, Kentucky's first distiller. Uh, I got to I gotta remove my glasses because I'm old to read this. Uh, it's just Evan Williams, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. So this is the 86 proof, low proof tonight. Yeah. Uh, it says extra aged in oak. Don't know, don't know what that means. Uh Genuine sour mash. Now I think this might be my first sour mash. Though. Okay. So this might be, this will be interesting. Um, I got to Matt. It's got to be pretty smooth because of the low, the low proof on it though. Mm-hmm. But this is my first time. You've had this before. Yes. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm letting it breathe as we speak. So we'll get into it in a minute. Uh, we want to thank Cheers and Spirits um, for their support. We're gonna talk 2024 in this episode. First episode of the year. No one's more shocked that we're still making episodes than us. Correct. Uh, but we plan on making them for the entirety of 2024. Lost a lot of money on this bet. <laughs> <laughs> but someone did bet us, didn't they? Like, oh, you're not going to do it for more than six months. Yeah. Well, we shot past that by three years or two, two and a half, whatever. Right, I took I the know. under. <laughs> who who would have thought talking into a microphone is therapeutic, though? Um, someone did ask me, they were like, what are you going to do if it blows up? And I was like, well, it's grown ever since we started doing this. I mean, we're not, I mean, we're not going to get recognized in the street. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, if it ever blew up, I think we both said we'd probably stop. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're the only two people talking into a microphone who don't want to be popular. <laughs> I don't think I could handle it. If it ever happened, I don't think it will, but I don't think I could ever handle it. I mean, it would probably be cool for like the first like couple days, and then it would start getting weird. 
You think? I wonder. If, and then my anxiety would just get all freaking wild. That's what, see. That's where mine is. Like I, I'd, I'd go like if we went out and some people like started say, like coming up. To, I, I think I'd, I'd be weirded out by it. Yeah. Like if I was like a like if I was like a celebrity like a movie star like oh. I'd be like Joaquin Phoenix like just really goofy and like weird and I don't think I'd leave my house. Like I, I, Joaquin I'd Phoenix, <laughs> yeah. I, I'd become a hermit. I really would. I'd, I'd have a car drive me to where I got to go for work, and I'd drive back home. I, I'd probably go that route. Yeah. I don't like. Not that I don't like people. I, I don't. A lot of people bother me. Like, so for example, like one year I went to New York City uh, during the holiday season, which is a notorious time for people to go and they go see the Rockefeller Center tree, right? Uh, or is that the tree? Whatever the big tree. What's the big tree? It's at uh, Rockefeller so yeah. Center. Yeah. I don't know what the actual name of it is, but I went there and we took the subway. We went with some friends of our. Uh, Old buddy of mine from college, him and his wife, my me and my wife, we went to New York City. My wife had been in New York City thousands of times. She's from Long Island. I had been to New York City for work, but I usually end up in like the financial district. Mm-hmm. So it, it's not really busy. I mean, outside of like the morning rush, there's not a ton of people walking around. Everyone's yeah. inside doing work. So I had never really experienced crowded holiday New York City. Yeah. I was literally, I was standing there and like I felt like I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like um like my head was starting to spin a little bit. Like I had to get out of there. That's how it was. So I I don't think I would handle crowds or anything. I wouldn't handle any of that well. Um like I get a physical reaction that's not great. Mm-hmm. Um so I don't know. I I, I don't think it's ever going to get there. Um, I don't want to move out of my house. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to deal with. I don't want to deal with fame. Yeah. And I don't think I'm, I don't think this show's ever going to get us there. So I'm not really, you know. But someone did. I, it was funny. Someone asked me that question, and I really didn't know what to say. Like, well, what are you going to do? Run for office? Like, no, nah, I ain't. Gonna, I, like, I would. Um, I, I'd literally be like, I'd probably find a replacement. You'd be talking to someone else. <laughs> I'll do. I'll I'll become Jamie at that point. Yeah, and, and and let you and whoever else want it, Josh. Uh, Josh would love it. <laughs> Josh the man, calls himself the man of the people. Yeah, <laughs> I'll let him have all the people. It's, it's not for me. Um, the mic talking to a microphone is therapy, and so I'm hoping 2024 just allows us to keep talking to a microphone and and let the therapy be the therapy. Um, not that I don't go to th- actual therapy, but this is a different kind of therapy. Yeah, you know. Um, well, I mean, let's, if it did get bigger, what would you do? I don't know. It depends on when. I have a significant milestone approaching. Right. If it was after that milestone, I'd be all about it. Prior to that milestone, though, however, I'm not. Even if you had to do, like, public appearances and stuff? After? I'd be fine, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. I get, like, I don't think a public appearance would be bad. It's just if... Because I know if I do a public appearance now, nobody's going to be there. So it won't bother me. It's just if we go and there's like a mob of people, I'm like, no, I can't deal with this. Yeah. I ain't built for that. There, I, I am. When we had we had almost decided to go do a public appearance locally. Mm-hmm. This was probably about six to eight months ago. It fell through, whatever. I was all about that because I know we'd go and six people would show up. Yeah. Three would be related to us. <laughs> the one who would be related to me wouldn't go. <laughs> she's not going <laughs> one would be my mother yeah and she'd be like what am I doing here yeah 
Like, what do you mean you do a show? Like on, on the, the radio? I don't the, hear you. On the phone? Right. <laughs> right. You call people? No, no, no. It, you get it on your phone. Yeah. Oh, so it's like a... What, is it a phone call? Is it, is it, is what, it a Zoom call? <laughs> what number do I call? Right. And I then, know your mom doesn't sound like this, but like, what number do you call? <laughs> she, she actually does. Sound oh, like okay. So. She has a heavy Rhode Island accent. Yeah. <laughs> that she hasn't lived in Rhode Island for... 40-something years. Whatever I call you, you don't answer. <laughs> she, she doesn't. She hasn't lost it. I'm like, how do you still have this accent? You haven't lived there 40 years. She's like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I just call, and that's what happens. I, I think I think some accents stick hard. Well, she was there for 30, what, 25 years of her life. Yeah. So, and yeah. others don't. And I think others pick up hard. So, like, my wife is also from Long Island. And when I go, when we used to go visit there before my in-laws moved, if we were there, I would start picking up the accent and saying, like, coffee, what the fuck are you talking about? And, like, there's, you know. there's a term for that. So, certain people, when they hear it, they mimic it. I did it during my wedding. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> and she'd look at you like, what the fuck are you doing? So, the priest that married us was one of the. We got married in the Catholic Church, and he was one of the junior. You know, he wasn't like the Monsignor. He the was. The top dog. Yeah. Um, he's, he's from Poland. Oh. He spoke with a Polish accent. Oh, no. And one of the vows is like, do you, you know, uh, like, you repeat after them, and then it's like, do you know, to love her and cherish her. And he said, do you, do you, uh, you know, vow to love her and cherish? And I said, mm-hmm. I, I vow to love her. I was like, what? Like, I. <laughs> Did he look at you like, you asshole. He kind of, he's like, huh? <laughs> you know, so no, I, I kind of pick up accents pretty quick. Um, unfortunately, being in this area with the Maryland accent, which is probably, and the Baltimore accent, which is one of the worst accents in the world, um, you know, let's give ears. They call it linguistic convergence hmm. if you do it. So it's when you mimic the style of speech that you're hearing. Wow. Certain people do it more, uh, with less effort than others. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's, so it's actually a thing. Um, it's also probably if you if you were to learn a foreign language, mm-hmm. you'd probably mimic the proper, uh, the the, the proper um, enunciation of words. So versus someone else, it's fu- yeah. So I asked a guy how to say assistant in Spanish, and he told me, and I said, oh, so it would be uh, asistante, you know. And he goes, oh, he used to speak Spanish. I said, no, I just asked you how to say a word. So no, and. And I don't, he goes, well, your accent's good. Yeah. I said, so when I do it, I try to do it correctly. Um, I took French in high school, but I did not use a Parisian French accent. I was really into hockey. So I used a French Canadian. <laughs> he used the Montreal version <laughs> <What>? of French. <laughs> so, so I would, I would, and I changed my voice to sound like the old French Canadian hockey guys, like the, what do they call Like the, the peppers, they call them. Like, <laughs> be like, you know, so like, you know, the last would be like, you know, uh, what's your name? Like, comment t'appel too? I'd be like, comment t'appel too? Eh? But, and it really, my first French teacher didn't find it amusing at all. But my second French teacher recognized it as a French Canadian. And she goes, oh, you have a, f-. and she wrote it in my, <clears throat> in my report card. And my dad spoke French, but she wrote, she said, Mike speaks, you know, when he when he tries and uses his accent, he speaks well, and he uses a, 
with a French Canadian accent. So, yeah. Your dad's like, that's enough hockey for you. Yeah. <laughs> no more. No more listening to Don Cherry for you <laughs> <laughs> on the kid on the TSN. Yeah, like Eric Desjardins. That's all Um We were gonna. We're gonna. So we're gonna talk about twenty twenty four outside of this show. Um, with it being an election year, I feel like twenty twenty four is gonna be just an amazing amount of a shit show. Like everything we can imagine that's that's going to be pushed out there to get people to hate each other is going to be done. Oh yeah. Um they they've already started about two and a half weeks ago, maybe 3 weeks ago with the Colorado Supreme Court ruled I believe is a 4-3 majority ruling. Mhm. That Donald Trump could not be on the Republican primary ballot because of his uh, his role in the January 6th insurrection. That's how they put it. Yeah. Now, mind you, he has not been convicted of anything to do with any insurrection at any point in time. Uh, now, this is... Jan- we're we're putting this on a January second. We're recording it a couple of days in advance, so as of the day we're recording this, he has not been right. The funny part about this is, so the there were it, it was a seven judge panel of all Democrat appointed judges. I'm surprised it was even four three. The three that dissented, one of them said that it was. A foolhardy mistake to do this, mm-hmm. and it seems like that—that that seems to be the uh, Democrat establishment's point of view. In that, Trump, Trump's uh, baseline was basically that they're out to get me. They're going to do everything they can to keep me off the ballot, mm-hmm. and lo and behold, Colorado via the Supreme Court, not through the legislature, not through anything else, but through the court, through the Supreme Court, took him off the ballot. Now, there are these same type of lawsuits in 13 other states currently. Mm -hmm. It's going to go to the Supreme Court. The funny part about this is, rather than calling for an immediate stay, Trump's lawyers asked the Supreme Court of the United States not to rush to look at this mm-hmm. because they want it out there. Yeah. Because it fits the narrative for them perfectly. No, you, it, you martyred the guy again. Yeah. And, that, and that's why I don't get, they keep doing it. And every time they do something like when the FBI kicked his door in over the, over the uh, documents, which is something that every president and in history has done they have their paper they all get commingled together and they end up they didn't do it like him mike yeah they didn't do it like him <laughs> so they didn't put him in the bathroom with the golden toilet mike yeah like i'm sorry i guess God. the backseat of joe biden's corvette's a better place for him it is mike <laughs> he was locked up in his in his garage yeah this was in his bathroom and then the fact that they went and went and like you know Kicked his door in to do it. He when, deserved it, Mike. When, when a lot of times, 
throughout whatever these high-level people, like it's like the, the government's lawyers contact the person's lawyers, and they say, hey, you're going to give this stuff over, and then they arrange on a time, and they go, and they, they'll deliver them. They'll bring it to them rather than, but no, they kicked his door in. Um, How dare you defend him? Yeah. Which he's he, a criminal. <laughs> you're clutching your pearls. Even though he hasn't been a, he hasn't been convicted of anything, he's a criminal. I think your hair's turning blue. He deserves to be in jail. <laughs> How can you not see this? You're part of the problem, right? Uh, yeah, like, I'm a, the, like, these I, people are fucking deranged. Well, no, um, but then the thing is, what they'll say is you're a Nazi. You're an, you're an, you're fascist. He's fascist. Well, last time I checked, busting a union strike, the railroad workers' union strike was actually literally fascist. But we're not going to talk creating about that. the ministry of fucking truth. Yeah, that's also that's fascist. Yeah. But you only you were going to be the only people to determine what truth fucking was. Yeah. And then that, Are you kidding? And then the wing nut that was supposed to be in charge of that thing. Oh Jesus! <laughs> but and the, but, the thing is, every time they do it to him, it it makes him stronger. It rallies more people, you know. And it's one of those things where are they ever going to learn to stop doing it? But I think they all—they're all so, so like bought in, or I want to say brainwashed, but they're such ideologues that they really truly believe that they're saving the country by doing this. Well, they keep saying democracy's on the ballot because if you vote for him, it's a vote for 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 fascism. Like who? Like we're, we we yeah. live in a world where everything's just hyperbole. It, it, but people believe this shit. Well, I mean, even the whole January 6th insurrection. Well, that was a really heavy pour there. <laughs> I, um, I can't get the toothpaste back in the tube, so <laughs> looks like we're drinking that one. But, um... Well, it's not like you can't pour some out. This is, like, you... I, you prescribed the beer thing where you can't leave any beer in the beer can. You got to drink it. You can't pour it. You can't put that away. You can't... Or you can't yeah, but drop it out or... No, beer's different. I, I, I'll I'll pour half a beer out if I don't want to drink it. Oh, I, yeah. But the thing is, I don't want to waste this. I mean, that's that should have stayed in there. I didn't want this much. That bottle was eighteen bucks, dude. Yeah, you can let some go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We got. It's you know not many, bad for eighteen bucks. I haven't no, tried it yet. I have not. But I mean, for eighteen dollars, like that benchmark number eight that I got, I'd like it. But it's a handle for eighteen bucks. Yeah. I'll pour some out if I don't want to drink yeah. it. I'm gonna sleep. Good I enough. can get some more. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's in large supply. I'll find some. Well, oddly enough, placed out the road, they didn't have that either. It was made by Buffalo Frickin' Trace. <laughs> Everyone, Buffalo Trace, anything. We're literally allocating benchmark number eight. Yeah. Are we kidding? It's, it's, the bottle's plastic. It's freaking plastic. <laughs> the cap is plastic. The bottle's plastic. We're going to allocate it now. <laughs> you assholes. <laughs> Jesus. I, but yeah, I, I, we're, we're in a place where everything is... is just hyperbole and it's it's uh so far to the extremes to rally or underline or highlight the misgivings or shortcomings of the other side you, know, you listen to msnbc and they're, they're all talking about you know when they when they editorialize which is their entire show you know um like the, so the, like they'll be like the choice is democracy or tyranny like what huh well, these are the same people that, when Trump was challenging election stuff, it was what was it? Uh, he hasn't won any. He hasn't won any court cases. Meanwhile, they no one heard the court cases on the merit. Yeah, but he hasn't won any court cases. He hasn't won court cases. But and now they're shouting. 
he's a criminal. He deserves to be in jail. Meanwhile, though the other side could be like, he hasn't lost any court cases. Right. Usually, criminals end up in jail, right? Until he ends up in jail, because this is probably like the 50th lawsuit against this dude. Mm-hmm. With the full weight of the federal government against him in, in a lot of these. He's not in jail. Yeah. All right. Every time they do these kind of things, like where now you're you're forcibly taking him off of a ballot without any convictions of mm-hmm. what they they're literally they're, they're pulling him off of a ballot because of his role in an insurrection. Meanwhile, he hasn't been convicted of anything to do with an insurrection, and there are people that have. Yeah. Although not insurrection, they've been jailed for being there on January sixth, but none of them have been jailed for insurrectionism. Right. But like the Buffalo Shaman guy. That guy. Jesus He's running for office, though. I'm sure he'll get elected like that freaking Wiccan from Delaware back in the day of the Tea Party. Remember that dumbass? Yeah. 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 But got, got her ass handed to her. Jimmy Dore had the, the guy on, the Buffalo Shaman, the QAnon Shaman. I'm sure he's a wonderful human being. Doesn't belong anywhere near office. Yeah. Um, but, you know, when I, when I, the things that they're doing, like people will say, you know, well, you know, how, how can you be defending him? And I said, you know, you're, you're only upset because it's Trump. Well, no, I clearly you've never listened to a single thing I've said about the guy. But I, this should just upset anybody who's an American. Like, this is literally that banana republic type shit that they do. And Trump talked about it. He said, lock her up and all that stuff. He didn't actually do it. He didn't do any of it. Yeah. Didn't do any of it. He didn't do any of it. Like, there's a difference between someone who's a blustery asshole. Which is Donald, probably the definition of like Donald Trump. It, like, I've said this a million times. I don't like the guy. Yeah. But he never did any of it. Yeah. These people don't talk about it. They just do it. Yeah. Like, like that's even scarier. Like, Donald Trump talked about nuking a hurricane. Right. <laughs> I, I mean. He talked about plopping bleach in his veins. Yeah. Like, come on. He didn't do that. No. He's still here. Right. <laughs> right. Because if he did, he'd be dead. Yeah. But it's like, come on. Like, like, there's a difference between a blustery asshole and a super secret group of people who do scary shit. Yeah. Like, you're literally trying to take out your political opposition. Mm-hmm. Rather than just face them. If you, if you think he's that much of a... Like, if you really don't think he's going to win... Let him run. Yeah. And let everyone see him lose by 50 points if you really think. But they don't think that. Right. They think he could possibly win because everyone hates them that much. Yeah. And that was the reason why he won the first time. They hated Hillary that much. Yeah. It it had nothing to do. it, It wasn't even about the deep state at that time and all that crap. It was all about her. Mm-hmm. And she, she just looked at like. She was a smug, entitled piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Now, Joe Biden's not that, but unfortunately, Joe Biden did all the stuff that they thought Donald Trump was going to do. Yeah. And people noticed. Yeah. Like, when they created the Ministry of Truth or the Department of... It, it was a, it was something within the Department it of was, Homeland Security. Uh, was like... Disinformation, misinformation, yes. something. Yeah. Were, I forget what it was, but essentially right. it was the Ministry of Truth. Like, and they were going to determine what was truthful in the media. Yeah. Using what, Snopes? Because that's a Sure. Well, they were, they were using only the New York Times and the Washington Post, yeah. which is completely unbiased. <laughs> right? Yeah. Which that now, oddly enough, 
some people that have that no longer work at the New York Times say that was 100% the case that they were completely biased. Yeah. And when they wrote, like, it, it, everything stemmed from that time. So the, I guess the opinion editor at the time was the one that allowed the Tom Cotton editorial mm-hmm. and how the newsroom kind of blew up in, like, horror. Like, oh, like, we do this. We're, yeah. we're platforming these people. Oh, my God. What, what I don't understand is how they let their 20-something staffers dictate what's going on. Like, because the we're going to leave. Okay, bye. Because the, the top, right there. The top likes that. Yeah. They want that opinion. They want that to be the narrative. Mm-hmm. Because the top of the New York Times is part of is part of it. Yeah. They're part of that whole thing. And when I say the whole thing, yes, I'm talking about the people that control this country. Yeah. And mean, they might not be the richest people in this country that control it, but the richest people in the country control that person mm-hmm. that runs the New York Times. Yeah. And they'll do anything. People to say they want to do that kind of stuff for money, oh, trust me, you would. Well, like, 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 okay, so case in point, Tucker Carlson. Mm-hmm. Tucker Carlson had the number one rated show on cable news. And it's funny, because if you watch an episode from the week before where he went after Pfizer, it wasn't that long after until they fired him. Well, uh, that and the Dominion thing. Yeah. There, so there were two things going on at once. There was the Pfizer thing where he went after Pfizer, and if you ever watch Fox News or any other, any of, watch any, any TV, it's all Pfizer, Pfizer, Nova Nordisk, Pfizer, uh, Bayer, whatever. Insert pharmaceutical company name here, yeah. right? You're not going to kick Robert, Rupert Murdoch in the nuts, which is where his money is. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, you're not going to do that. Yeah. Pfizer is was was his nutsack, and you yeah. kicked him in his nutsack, and he said, "Oh no, fuck this." But then on top of that, Dominion, who runs the voting machines, won their lawsuit against Fox News. And some people think that part of the the settlement there, where nobody had to claim any wrongdoing, was that Dominion required that Tucker be kicked. Yeah. And Rupert Murdoch wouldn't have to give Dominion $750 million or something mm-hmm. like that. There were multiple things at play there. And he actually just came out and talked about it. He still doesn't. He said he still doesn't know what happened, but he thinks that because he wouldn't shut up about it, because I guess in his contract they couldn't tell him what to say. Yeah, because no one really. Knows. Tucker Carlson comes from a very well-off family. Mm-hmm. He's a he, DC insider. Yeah, I mean he he had money going into Fox News, yeah. so the Fox News money to him wasn't anything. He didn't. He doesn't need it. Mm-hmm. So in his contract, he basically wrote in there that he would be able to talk about anything. It was his show. It was under the Fox News umbrella, but the contract said he could. He he wrote his editorial the way he wanted it. Yeah. And because they couldn't get out of that con, they they couldn't force him to say things. They fired him. Yeah. But some people think it was the Pfizer thing. Some people think it was the Dominion thing. Either way, you got rid of someone that was telling people facts and truth, uncomfortable truths, maybe. Yeah. But, now, but the fact that they were going to have this department of misinformation, information, whatever it was, that could say, no, Tucker Carlson is wrong, brought to you by the federal government, <laughs> yeah. a.k.a. the Ministry of Truth. Yeah. That's fascism. That's an action taken, not a blustery old fucking man right. coming out with a slogan. Mm-hmm. Lock her up as a fucking slogan. Yeah, it gets people riled up. It was yeah, it was to get people his feds. Yeah, and I think people forget Trump first and foremost is an entertainer. Hundred um, percent. 
and he just he knows how to work a crowd, and he he struck a chord, and you know it, it happened first, you know during one of the debates, and you go through, and, you go, <laughs> and I forget how the had started, but his his ending, and there was really no comeback for us because you'd be in jail. <laughs> and then, like it kind of just went bam, and I, and I you know part of it was Hillary, but part of it was also like. I think people are probably being lied to all the time. Yeah. And Hillary was kind of like the representation of that. And she pandered. Oh, like when, when she, she the hot sauce comment. The hot, when she went on The Breakfast Club. Yeah. Like, it was funny. Like, so I was watching uh, Andrew Schultz's podcast. Uh, I think it's just called Flagrant now. It's him and Akash Singh and some other mm-hmm. comedians he's got on the show. And for those who don't know, Andrew Schultz uh, did a podcast called Brilliant. I think it's called Brilliant Idiots with Charlemagne the God. Charlemagne the God. Uh, his his main show was The Breakfast Club, I think on Hot 97 or something like that. And they had Hillary on. And during that interview, they're like, what's, what, he basically, it, it, it was a throwaway question. What's the number one thing, you, what, what's the thing you always have in your purse? And she goes, she just pandered and said, oh, I always have hot sauce. <laughs> like, no, the fuck you don't. <laughs> Like, and the funny thing was, like, then when Joe Biden ran for president, that's the same show that he went and said, you ain't black if you didn't, if you don't vote for, or you know. If you're not voting for me, you ain't black. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, Jim Crow Joe. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> the dude who did more, who put, who authored more bills to, to hold black people down in America. Yeah. If they don't vote for you, they ain't black. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I don't understand it. I, I, I don't. But it works. It works, and that's why they do it. Just like that's why Donald Trump came up with lock her up. Yeah. Or Ron De Sanctimonious. Mm-hmm. Or, um, or Sleepy Joe. Yeah. Or Low Energy Jeb. Mm-hmm. Like he creates it because it sticks in your head. Yeah. These what people. It, what do you call Ted? Crying Ted. Lion Ted. Ly- yeah. Lion Ted, because he yeah. lied about like some bullshit about where he's born. Yeah. I don't know. Some shit. But how many years? That was 2016, right? That was eight years ago. Mm-hmm. We still remember it because yeah. it's catchy. Like These are master communicators. Mm-hmm. Like They have professionals that teach them how to say these things yeah. so that it sticks in your brain, right? They know exactly what to say to charge you up. They know exactly what to say to make you mad. They know exactly what to say to make you happy. And they do it on purpose. Yeah. And we fall for it. Hook, line, and sinker. Mm-hmm. It works on me. Yeah. I, I, the difference between us and them is that we full 100% admit that my brain can be manipulated. I'm, I am human. Yeah. Anyone who doesn't think they can be manipulated is fucking full of it. Mm-hmm. The, pr- the thing is, once you know that you can be manipulated, you need to look at other sources of information to try and figure out what the actual truth is. Yeah. People don't do that though. Yeah. They they have their one news source. That's what I mean. They Fox, stick with it. People I want was, to stick with Fox News. I people. was one, so back in 2016, and then 2017, and however long the Russia thing went on for. Oh Jesus! I was full on. I was <clears throat> go get him Mueller and all this other crap, and you know, it was full on. You know, I believed it 100%. And then 
the whole thing that got me, like, and I believe all the news sources, like, whoever, you know, the New York Times wouldn't lie, from, lie to me, the Washington Post wouldn't lie to me, but all this other stuff. And then once COVID hit, and I was like, wait, this doesn't make any sense. And I'm watching them say things like, you know, uh, fiery but mostly peaceful, where they of the Chiron, where the dude's standing in front of a gas station that's on fire. I'm like, what do you, huh? Like, this doesn't make any, and then seeing how they just are blatantly lying about things, and that's when I was really like, okay, this doesn't make, and then would look for other sources of information, other perspectives, other views, and it's gotten to be the point where I don't trust anything that, <laughs> if it, if it's, if it's legacy media or established, I don't trust. I do not believe it. And for me, it was very similar. It was right around COVID-ish when we were all home. Um, more people working from home. I put YouTube on the back on the background because I was working from home. Mm-hmm. And oddly enough, so the same algorithm that started to suppress information on YouTube was actually the algorithm that kind of put some differing voices in front of me in the beginning before all the you know, suppression happened. Mm-hmm. So it's how I found like Tim Pool's podcast. It's how I found um, uh, Jimmy Dore's podcast. Mm-hmm. It's how I found um, Russell Brand. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's I, I, I kind of started listening a little bit before that to Joe Rogan because um, I remember Brett Weinstein was one yeah. of the first interviews I saw, and that was right after the, the thing started. Yeah. Um, and I, I was listening to Brett Weinstein. And here's, here's a guy who had a background in this, and I think virology is what mm-hmm. his background is. And he's saying how yeah the virus couldn't have started. It, it didn't just jump from animal to human. It, it, had a, it, it was designed to do this. Yeah. And like that's it. So then, but then you're like, well, wait a minute. I should be, maybe I should look into this more or at least listen to the guy and then maybe listen to someone who says he's full of shit. Mm-hmm. And when the guy that says he's full of shit isn't making any sense compared to the guy that I just heard. Okay. Well now I'm going to lean toward this guy, even though he's on Joe Rogan's show, I'm not listening to Joe Rogan's opinion. I'm listening to this guy who has a freaking PhD in virology. He's literally an expert in that field. Correct. Yeah. And, and, and so I started looking at more sources of information at that mm-hmm. point. Something that just happened, like I was putting on the background, his background noise actually started to sound interesting to me. Yeah. Now there was a guy on, on there called Z dog MD. I forget what his actual name is. He's not, but he, he's a doctor with a, with a, uh, with an MD from Stanford for crying out loud. Mm-hmm. He's no dummy. Maybe he's got something important to say. And he was cautious about some things. Mm-hmm. And then I listened to other people. So this whole thing, that YouTube algorithm, but then YouTube started suppressing some things. Yeah. You know, and, but it's kind of like, okay, maybe what I was listening to when I was listening to MSNBC or just the New York Times, the Washington Post. And I didn't really know that there were some, I, I didn't think that newspapers at the time were political, to be honest with yeah. you. I thought they reported news. I thought they were actually more newsworthy than like, I knew like Vox and the Huffington Post. I, I knew Vice was more liberal. I knew that stuff like online. Well, and I figured that stuff like the Washington Post, New York, like they were probably lead more left than they did right, but they're still kind of in the center mm. um, and still weren't lying. You know, like weren't just blatantly lying about things. Yeah. Um, 
what kind of got me was like, and then what they did the in sixteen, what they did to Bernie Sanders, you know, to. I bet there's gonna be a movie someday about that, because that was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And then the weird, the weirdest part of all of it is he now toes the line of the party. Oh yeah, even though he's not technically part of the party. Like he's not a Democrat; he's a Democratic Socialist. I mean, mm-hmm. that's a separate party. Yeah. Now, I think he's actually part of the Democrat Party, but but the guy's always touted himself as a Democratic Socialist mm-hmm. or a Socialist, one of the two. Mm-hmm. But he's always caucused with Democrats, and it's just like right now, all of a sudden, like you're towing that Democrat Party line, yeah, and they fucked you over. They probably had some compromise or something on him from a freaking. Epstein Islanders, <laughs> who knows? Which, by the way, <laughs> that apparently 117 names are coming on that or are, are going to be uh, released from that list. Yeah, it's probably. I hate to say this, but it's probably going to be nobody. No, it's going to be nobody anyone's heard of. Everyone's going to be. Like, oh my god! See, I told you. Well, I, yeah, those is nothing. That list is what's keeping her alive. Ghislaine, I don't know. Ghislaine Maxwell. Thank you. That I'm convinced that list is what's keeping her alive because she probably has it set up somewhere, like a dead man switch. Like if if I end up like like my husband, I guess they were married, um, or whatever. If if I end up like he like him, this list is dropping, and all you like you don't know who has it. It's out there. If I end up dead, it's coming out, and that's probably what's keeping her alive. I don't blame her for having that, too. Yeah. I mean, shoot, you saw what happened to him. Yeah. <laughs> not that he's a saint. You know what I'm saying? These people are not good people. But no, no, none of these. But should they be dead? Like, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. without due process and... Listen, if she died tomorrow and that list came out, would you care if she's dead? No. No. I just want, I want to see the list. Yeah. You want to know something, though? Let's say the list comes out. Nothing is going to happen to any of those people. Oh, it'll be forty-eight hours of public shame, and then the, and, and everyone's going to forget about it because of the news cycle. Yeah, and I'm surprised these people didn't put it out like during COVID, where they could cover it up. Mm-hmm. Like where they could use the media to cover it up more. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? Oh, those conspiracy theorists on the or, right, or the, what the alt-right thinks. Yeah, that these people. Whatever, or or what? The, yeah, what they'll call everyone who believes that Nazis and alt-right and conspiracy theorists and. Um, they'll run cover for all the big wigs that are on there. Some of the more minor people, the people that aren't quite popular enough, will probably care about that shit. Yeah, but I mean, um, nobody's, gonna, nobody's gonna give two shits. Look at look at Prince Andrew. Yeah, that dude was like literally in court over this shit. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares. Yeah, nobody gives two shits about Prince Andrew. Even mm-hmm. the British don't give a shit about Prince Andrew. Right, dude, dude, whatever, man. Because at the at the end of the day. Every common person thinks that powerful people are corrupt as fuck anyway. Yeah. It's not surprising to anybody. Well, they came out and said, oh, this super rich guy was, was, you know, fucking a 17-year-old girl on a private jet. I feel like, uh, we figured he was doing it anyway. Right. Not that it's okay. Right. But but you're not telling us things we didn't think were already happening. Yeah. And we also knew that you weren't going to go after him and prosecute him. Right. Because these rich motherfuckers get away with everything. Right. Like they're already fucking everyone over. Yeah. Like, like all of a sudden now you're you're in support of the the seventeen year old Slavic girl they found. Yeah. That they had all the bad things done to her. Yeah, meanwhile, who's now probably driving around yeah. in some sort of like you know, gold plated Lamborghini. Or she's fucking dead. Yeah. 
No one gave a shit about her when it was happening. Right. And they knew what was happening then. They don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. They don't give a shit now. Yeah. They're going to feign like they do, hoping that their name isn't on the next list that's released. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's like the whole Andrew... Uh, the, what is it? Andrew Cuomo? The guy... The Mario's kid? Oh, yeah. From New York? He, he admonished everybody and their brother with COVID. Mm-hmm. And, and then it came out. Yeah. Like, liberals found out a year after conservatives found out that he put old people in... Uh, he, he put uh, people with COVID in nursing homes. Yeah. That led to their death. You, you, that wasn't the thing that took him down. Right. It was a sexual harassment case that took him down. Yeah, single guys trying to get laid. <laughs> That's what took him down. Yeah. Not the fact that he probably aided in the murders of 30,000 people in New York. Mm-hmm. No, fuck that. No. Yeah. I mean, they had a good run. <laughs> and then shocker, his brother got fired from CNN for the same bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. He got another job. What is he on? Like, some he's some on some weird cable news network yeah. now. They try to like promote it like he's some name, like someone gives a shit about right. Chris Cuomo. Like, dude, all these people don't realize that they do the bidding for people much more powerful than them. Oh yeah, and then nobody gives two shits about them. Right. Sorry, Chris. No one cares about you. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the 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 people that were feeding you stories to tell people didn't care enough about you to save your ass because they sure should have done ten times worse than you. Have. Mm-hmm. But fuck you, you're expendable, and you found out. Yeah. Now you got to figure out a way to pay your thirteen million dollar mortgage on your new two hundred thousand dollars salary. Yeah. When you were making. 13 million a year mm-hmm. you I, I hope you saved your money and paid that mortgage off yeah and now i hope you can afford the taxes on that <laughs> otherwise you're living in my neighborhood right if that um i wonder so we're talking about 2024 i'm trying to figure out what the democrats are going to do with joe biden he's going to run so, last year, if you watched... So, I don't watch any of the late-night comedy. I'm using air quotes. Like, Jimmy Kimmel, Kimmel Colbert, Jimmy Fallon, they're not funny. It's it's almost unwatchable. How mm-hmm. I mean, you, you can just see they're just shills. I, um, I used to love Fallon. I, don't, I haven't watched him in three years. Yeah. And I'm wondering... And then SNL. So, they're cold opening. Last year... You know, two years ago, three years ago, they wouldn't touch Joe Biden. But now, he's fair game. So the 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 memos come out, the directive has come from on high that he's fair game now. Now, all of a sudden, Hunter's being indicted for all this, you know, gets indicted for, you know, he's back out. They've admitted that, oh, yeah, the laptop probably should have been... Uh, you know, that probably should have... That story probably should have been covered... But nothing's going to happen to those people that suppressed it. it. Okay. You want to go deep conspiracy, deep conspiracy theory? That's the best kind. Okay. <laughs> so, the timing of the Hunter Biden case and where it's coming from seems extremely odd to me. It is coming from California. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is a Democrat stronghold. 
So it's not coming from an unfriendly political state. Mm-hmm. I do believe there are federal charges. If they were federal charges, why didn't they come from another state? Okay, that's part of it. The timing of it also seems strange. Approximately 10 months away from, 11 months away from the national election. Yeah. They don't care about the primary because if he, essentially if they can tie Hunter to Joe and basically turn Joe into the criminal, then yes, they can remove him that way. Mm Mm-hmm. In which case, he'll he may have the mild heart attack and die, and just go live off on an island somewhere, rather than dying. Yeah, he won't die. It, it's going to be faked, some bullshit. Who knows? They'll then have to replace him on the ballot with a hand-picked person because you can't rerun the primary. Gavin Newsom. I don't think they'll run him. He's trying to tack back to the middle now, mm-hmm. and it's, he's been doing that for the last three months. The problem is, is that there's so much evidence against him as not being part of the middle. Yeah. But then they have the other problem of you can't run Kamala Harris. So who do you run? Right, the bench is, they, they have no bench. Any bench that they have has at least 20 sound bites in the last three years that makes them sound completely nuts. Mm-hmm. That isn't going to pull well with the middle. Yeah. Okay, that's one theory. Replace them with, we'll, we'll say Newsom just for shits and giggles, okay? Maybe Martin O'Malley. Oh, wow. He, he was someone a couple years ago. Um, probably doesn't have the baggage that these others do. Um. Democrat die hard though, mm-hmm. like full on believe full believer of all the shit. Easily controllable by the powers that be. All right, because he's got no political career. Yeah, anywhere. Some people say he might replace Ben Cardin or Steny Hoyer at some point. Who knows? Okay. There's there's no replacement. They don't. They don't have anyone, and they've built Trump back up. So it's like after the twenty twenty election, if they just let him be, by twenty twenty two he's gone. Mm-hmm. It all fades. Yeah. But you've now built him into a martyr. They've never gone after an ex president like this, right? Ever. They all love it. Look, they all love George W. Bush. And, and, and Liz fucking Cheney. Yeah. Her, the da- her dad who started pretty much every war from, from the 80s to now. And made money off of it. All of them. Look up Halliburton if you don't yeah. want to believe. And KKR. Yeah. And then look up Dick Cheney. Mm-hmm. See where he falls in. Yeah. But people aren't going to care. Their side is going to believe them hook, line, and sinker 100%. Yeah. Trump's a fascist. Trump, like, I I see it on, like, now, look, Twitter's not real life, right? Yeah. Facebook's not real life. None of these things are real life. But no one will say it to your face. Like, they'll, 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 if you see someone in, like, real life, they float something in there. They float something in a conversation just to see where you're at. Test the waters. Take your temperature. Mm -hmm. If they find that you're, in 
then they go full fucking blown hardcore liberal. Mm-hmm. If they don't, they back out. Yeah. Conservatives kind of do the same thing. Like, you, you should hear some of these people go on and on and on about Trump. Mm-hmm. I love Trump. Trump's great. Trump, Trump's a fucking buffoon. Yeah. Oh, you're for Joe Biden then. I ain't fucking say that either. Right. That's clown show over there. But no one believes that. Like, they think, if, if you say, if, if you argue against, if you argue against uh, President Biden, they think you're a hardcore Trumpy. And nothing you're going to say is going to sway them off of that. Mm-hmm. If you say something in favor of Biden, they think you hate Trump. And nothing you can say is going to sway them off of that. To them, there is no middle. And I think the next six months, oh shit, I'm, uh, the next ten months, because it's not going to stop in primaries, it's just going to be day after day after day of just trying to manipulate everybody. Well, what about this? They're successful in keeping their their hope is they keep Trump off the ballot. Right? I don't think you can do that though. Yeah. But there someone somewhere in this in in the some smoky back room somewhere is they're they're looking at like, okay, we keep Trump off the ballot. We run Nikki Haley, who's an establishment hack. Uh, warmonger, just like just what they want against Joe Biden. Joe Biden is old and senile and decrepit. We let him just show who he is, and Haley comes in. Really, there's no difference between the two of them. But, but, but you're right. The establishment that is doesn't care about the letter behind the no, person's name. They don't get these big. So all these big donors don't donate equally to both of them. They're just hedging their bet. So they give money to Walmart contributes to Democrats and Republicans just at the same rate. All these packs, all this dark money, it's it, it's all they're so they figure, oh well, you know, either way I'm covered. Well, it's not about being covered. It's about who you have influence with. Yeah. To do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And it's not it's Everyone knows Walmart, right? Everyone knows Target. Everyone knows those names because yeah. they shop there. Not everybody knows KKR. Mm-hmm. Not everyone knows Halliburton. Not everybody knows about subsidiaries of Boeing and North Grumman. Shell Corporations, all this. They're, or, or they don't know the, the lobbying groups that represent those companies. Right? No one's ever heard of those. So when they see donations from those companies, they just think it's, oh, it's another company. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Those are the largest companies in America. Right. And it's kind of like everyone Everyone puts George Soros out there like the boogeyman. His son has more access to the White House than any other person in the country. Just, and it's shown in the in, in the in the White House logs because mm-hmm. everyone who visits that that White House has to sign in the logs, and it's public information. Mm-hmm. They said he he visited more 
It was three times more than the next person. Guy just happens. The kid's name's Alex Soros, mm-hmm. who is taking over his father's businesses and political stuff. You can't tell me that dude doesn't have influence. Yeah, and can't steer decisions. Yeah, you know, and people. Well, you know, everyone can have opinions. You're just paying for paying for influence. Not the kind of influence they're thinking. It's the kind of influence that allows a union to write an opinion paper or or a directive for the part for the Department of Justice, mm-hmm. which is what happened with the National Education Association that wrote the opinion paper that parents at uh, at Board of Education meetings should be considered domestic terrorists. Yeah. And if you don't believe me, just Google that. That happened. Mm-hmm. It was literally a, a memo written by the NEA, thrown on DOJ letterhead, and submitted to the president. Yeah. Now, luckily, someone caught it, and they're like, oh, shit, this looks fucking crazy. It's they're they're going to do everything to get people in the street to hate each other. They chaos is lovely for them. Yeah. And fifty three minutes in, it's probably a great time to say that these opinions are our own. <laughs> we don't represent anyone else but ourselves. Right. But it's just why. It, it almost makes me want to not listen to anything in 2024. Because I don't know what to believe anyway at this point. I mean, I, I kind of get an idea of what not to believe, but it's like, what can I believe? Right. But then I feel like if I don't listen to things and I go out in public and I'm with fam- like some family members or whatever, I could just have plausible deniability. And when they start talking about this, they're like, like, man, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't listen to any of it. Yeah. And it's an easy out. And like, if they try and convince sorry, you, just a, you walk away. Yeah. I'm just a dumb guy that watches the Ravens. That's it. You want to talk about Lamar? Right. Let's talk about <laughs> Lamar, yo. Yeah. How about Joe Flacco, yo? Joe, Fl- <laughs> Joe Flacco's a double agent, yo. <laughs> Shout out to Stop. <laughs> That's probably his funniest line I've ever heard, though. Uh, Joe Flacco, I'm convinced he's a double agent, yo. <laughs> <laughs> gonna take him to the he's gonna take him to the promised land and lose to the Ravens in the championship game. <laughs> I don't think Joe would do that for us. Uh, but you know what? If you're a Ravens fan, if, if you're a Ravens fan and you're not secretly rooting for Joe Flacco, you're a liar. Uh, look, I don't think I am. And here's what: like, is it a cool story? Sure, but I remember when Joe was here. I've seen. I've watched a couple of these games when Joe's playing for the Browns. The guy has more emotion now than he ever did playing for the Ravens. <laughs> like, bro, what do you? Did you hate secretly playing here the whole time? Which I can understand. The fan base here sucks. <laughs> like, as fans ourselves, when you listen to like, you know, one five seven the fan, or you go online and you look at the fans, bunch of fucking haters, man. <laughs> this team is eleven and three. They lost two of the games by less than three points, and I think they lost one by like. Ten, yeah, and that was the Steelers game, in which they dropped like seventeen touchdown passes. Yeah, you would think we're zero zero twenty right now. <laughs> Everybody, it's like 
Like going into the San Francisco game, they're a five point underdog in the San Francisco game. Like we haven't been playing without an offensive line all year. Like we literally have been rotating tackles for five for five games. Like I don't I don't under like people think that like we have not had a dominant offensive line in six years. Mm-hmm. Why on earth do you think it matters now? When you got Superman back there. Yeah. Just making people look like unathletic on a football field. <laughs> making making a two hundred and fifty pound, six foot four guy who runs a, a, a four five forty look human. Yeah. Looks like me out there because of him. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's why I want to. I would like to see a Ravens Super Bowl in twenty twenty four. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna do a little cross. I'm not. I'm not that's really the look. important thing we should be talking about. Not this politics shit. The reason, look, I hate doing these politics shows because we talk about the same shit every time. Mm-hmm. We talk about the the establishment sucks. Everyone's lying. Uh, they're they're out to manipulate you. It's the same shit, but we say it over and over again because it has to be said. And then on top of it. It's going to be an election year. Everyone's going to be talking about this shit. Yeah. You're not, I mean, I'm surprised they shut up about it for two years. Because we heard about this shit in 2022. Well, but the thing is, though, the second the midterms are over, everything starts going for, it starts talking about the next the, the next election, about 24. I felt like we got a little bit of a reprieve yeah. in 23. I felt like we, we got away from it a little bit this year. But maybe it's because I paid less attention. Yeah. And it's, it's also that like the number one like the front runner Republican candidate isn't in the debates. It's all these you if know that, if that isn't the biggest fuck you I don't know what yeah. it is. And the funny like you hear about like these DeSantis supporters. Like my man's pulling like fourth yeah. in the primary. Like as much as, and we've said this. I like the. I think he's gonna. I think he'd be good. At least he's he's got a good track record so far. Mm-hmm. Now you got people. Well, now he's like hidden deep state because the Bushes support him. Look, man, his track record so far is pretty damn good as a, as the governor of Florida. Yeah, if you like that kind of thing. But the guy's pulling fourth. Hmm. Unless he pulls a miracle out in Iowa, so is, is he behind? So he's behind Trump, obviously, and then he, is he behind? He's behind Haley, and he's. I think he's tied with Vivek Ram, Ramaswamy. What about Chris Christie? Where's he at? He's fucking gone. Where he he should never have been in it to begin with. I'm sorry. We, we've mentioned this before. Motherfuckers, they run for office because it's good for their business. Yeah, like Asa Hutchinson. Asa Hutchinson. Yeah. Did you know he's running the last four presidential elections? <laughs> And nobody still knows who the hell I, he is. I don't even know what he did before he, he started. Was governor of Mississippi. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what he yeah. was. Mike Pence has run three fucking times. Who has zero shot of ever winning. Right. He he thinks he's gonna pull a Reagan and grab the Christian coalition. He thinks that's coming back. Chris Christie, he had a shot four uh, what six years ago? Eight years ago? In sixteen? Yeah. And he shit the bed because Trump came by and just blew them all apart. Or the establishment did something. I, I, I don't know. I don't even well, know. That's how, where that whole Bridgegate stuff came up. Ugh. Like what he. I don't even know what that shit was about. What he, yeah. he closed down some fucking lands in New Jersey. Shocker. Yeah. To, to the George Washington uh, 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 bridge. Yeah. Hey, shocking. The, 
the unions did something shady in New Jersey (laughs) with the help of politicians. Holy shit. Let me guess, the mafia was involved. Right. Right. (laughs) Someone got buried in upstate New York or or out in the Meadowlands? Yeah. None of that would shock me. I mean, the fact that, you know, you got Tommy DeVito is the is the, the 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 starting quarterback for the New York Giants was trying to charge a local pizzeria twenty grand to show up because <laughs> his agent Tony Soprano <laughs> increased the fee on him without him knowing. Yeah, yeah, that's not believable either. Oh, and then the, oh, it's funny that the pictures of that freaking agent though. The dude's like a straight up guinea. He's like, "Hey, Tony, bag of donuts." Like, <laughs> and they play into it. Yeah. And then DeVito got pissed off when when the when some reporters were trying to say uh, I forgot it's something about the the, the Tommy Cutlets thing like, and he goes look guys we're just trying to play football this is getting a little too far and then oddly enough later that week he put in a patent for Tommy Cutlets yeah and and like some other Italian term. Like, bro, get the fuck out of here. I'm just waiting for, like, DJ Pauly D and Mike the Situation to show up. <laughs> All right. All right. For real? All right. You, want, you know what? The Giant. Like, I'm going to give this to the Giant. Like, we're marketing geniuses. We proved this already. I'm gonna, We're going to give this to the Giants. We're going to gift it to them. At the next home game, you have DJ Pauly D DJ the player intros for the offense mm-hmm. with, with Mike Sorrentino the Situation as the MC. Oh yeah, or Vinny. Get all of them, or get all. Get all. What does that cost? Ten bucks. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't costing that much now. Uh, but you literally bring in the Jersey Shore, you yeah. with DJ Pauly D and his fucking blowout. Yeah, which my man's almost forty. Let's let's let the blowout go. Yeah. Come on, man. Come on, watch. He's got the cul de sac going, but the blowout's like just there's like nothing in it. It's like a bowl. <laughs> Yo, that'd be hysterical. Like some, it just sticks up. And if you saw had like a top down bird's eye view, yeah. it'd be like, is that a bowl? Can I put can I put a, a bounty? Like, can we put that? like chips in there? Can I, can I put a bounty on a, on a photograph of that? Yeah. Like, Look, if you if you got that photograph, fifty dollars. Yeah. I probably won't get it. <laughs> Photo of that probably costs like three, five grand. It'd be funny if it just had chips in it. Or hey, a bowl of spaghetti. If, if he was sporting that with nothing in the middle, that'd be hysterical. I think it would be uh, the best. The funny thing, I, I think Paul is hysterical. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think Vinny's hysterical. I hated so I hate, I hated Mike Sorrentino. So the situation, like, so that dude, and this is why well, we really got off topic, but, it, I mean, when you talk about American politics, presidential politics, it's like. I think of the Jersey Shore. Jersey Shore is not that big of a stretch from it anyway. No, it's still a reality show. <laughs> So all this is, um, President Camacho. Let's so, get it going. Yeah. So my, my <laughs> wife, Mike Sorrentino, President Situation. <laughs> That'd be great. Um, get something to the mic. The situation is here. Yeah. You so can, you created the TV show, The Situation Room. The, yeah. The, the guy, the guys, they have a smush room in the back. <laughs> yeah. Bill Clinton had There's one. There's a smush room on Air Force <laughs> One. <laughs> but like, so my wife was watching. The, I guess they had another show, a reunion show. It's like the fifth reunion. Yeah. yeah. So she has it on, and I'm watching. We when it, the show first came out, we used to order. It came on Thursday night, so we used to order a pizza from George's <laughs> and watch Jersey Shore. Like that was our thing. Yeah. 
So he's they come up for this reunion show, and I think it's Jay Wow has had so much work done. She unrecognizable. Like I mean, it's just ridiculous. And um, they came in, and he was saying like, you know, the the somehow I think it was Angelina, one of the girls they hated, came in. But then, like, they all got together and, like, smart, like, and and Swartina says, like, well, you know, even even Jenny smiled if she, were even Jenny would have smiled if she could still smile, <laughs> like, because there's some. <laughs> well, so the, the dudes and like the the dude Vinny, like, he put all kinds of cookbooks out. Like, some of them like were smart with their money and like have. So Vinny made a lot of money. Not Vinny. Uh, Paulie made a lot of money. He. So after the show, he uh, he got signed for a residency in Vegas mm-hmm. to be a DJ, and he those residencies pay a ton of money. Yep, um, and they all made appearance fees after that. Like they weren't they were not dumb with yeah. their money. I mean they they play dumb. Yeah, and look, I mean like are they smart? I mean are they really smart? I don't know, but they at least hired agents that were smart enough to like, yeah. get them paid. Except for I think Vinny like just lived at home. And he's living off of Paulie's money or something. I don't yeah. know. It was weird. And then I know, like, the situation got in tax trouble because he had paid taxes on it. He had to he go to jail. To, he went to jail. Yeah. <laughs> and then... Uh, then he got out, married, found Jesus, yeah, something like that. Then that dude, the other big jack dude, Donnie, he, like... It's Ronnie. Ronnie. Don- Ronnie. Come on now. Forgot Ronnie, Donnie. Uh, yeah. It's Uncle Ronnie. Uncle Ronnie. And then he... He what? He got married, then divorced, and the, or something like that. Or or did he not? Did he get in a situation where he probably beat the crap out of some girl, something like that, and then got married. Yeah. in Vegas, or or maybe, and then that went sideways, or something like that. Or Shocker. maybe he got married first and then beat yeah. her up. I don't know. Um, I feel like that should have been the episode. You do a Jersey Shore recap. <laughs> Stay tuned. I have, to, I, have to, I have to watch some episodes because I'm probably <laughs> a lot behind. Yeah, I'm very much behind. Yeah. Um. Because nothing's ever going to be as good as the first one. That first season? Because well, nobody knew who they were. That was the... I feel like they played it up in the subsequent seasons, though. Yeah, then they went to Italy and Miami and... Yeah, I didn't... I, I just feel like the first season was them. Yeah. The rest of it was the caricature of them that they played up to get more money. Mm-hmm. That's what... You never, I like politics. Yeah, oh, of course, but you never do. You never do a second season of a reality show. You always the first one. That's it. Mm-hmm. Leave one. Leave them wanting more. Yeah, should have brought in six different meatheads. Mm-hmm. Like Snooki now lost a bunch of weight. She has like six kids. Yeah, she's trying. Like now she's pretending like she wasn't a whore. Like, <laughs> come on now, we knew what you were. Yeah, it's on TV. <laughs> You were literally choking down pickles. Yeah, your first day on camera. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are we doing here? Like, what? Don't be, don't be ashamed of what you were. Own it. It's fine to be what you were yeah. and what you are now. It's completely different than what you were. You had your fun when you were single. You did your thing. Don't be ashamed of that. I mean, be a little ashamed, but you know, <laughs> but, you, know. you made a bunch of money off of it. I, mean, I don't want my daughter doing that. You know, <laughs> right. so don't put that shit on camera. But you know, so twenty twenty four, it's just going to be a shit show. DJ Paul D for president. Seriously, in all honesty, not worse than what's going to be out there. Right. I'm going to write him in. Probably be better. 
Yeah. He, he might do some shit to help people. Yeah. People helping people. Yeah. Holy. <laughs> started a nonprofit called Holy Shirts and Pants. Yeah. <laughs> for all you Wedding <laughs> Crasher fans. <laughs> leave a leave a like on this. Uh, please. Now that the show is over, if you can rate a review on Apple Podcasts, let us know if you like us, you hate us. Uh, every review helps. We appreciate you listening. AnnapolisHomeExperts.com will go talk to Brian Schilling at Long and Foster Real Estate. And uh, cheers and spirits in the Arnold Station Plaza. I, ah, uh, the Evan Williams, that's what we drank, right? Yep. I don't mind it. Is it my favorite low-cost bottle? I don't know. We probably have to do like a, a battle of the bottom. Yeah. Set a ceiling of $20. I think so. And then we should test it out. Cause the, so here's a question. I mean, the Wild Turkey 101 is like 19, mm-hmm. or t- but 21 in some cases. So is that out or in? Yeah. Out the door. Out the door? Yep. It's got to be under 20? Yep. Or, un- or under 18? Like, we're, we're, are we doing 18 or are we doing 20? Or is there no 20 difference? out the door? Under so it can't be nineteen ninety nine, and then you pay for it, and then you get tax and all that other shit. Out the door, twenty bucks. Gotcha. I feel like we're we're gonna hurt ourselves. It's okay. Is, is this like the is this like the worst beer challenge that we? It's did? for science. Ooh, that worst beer one though. That was that was bad science. Yeah. See, we're trying to find something good. That one, we were trying to find something bad. <laughs> we, were trying, we were trying to find the, the worst. The winner was the worst one. Yeah. Like, hams wouldn't have entered into the equation if we were trying to find a good, cheap beer. That's a good point. I mean, definitely benchmark number eight would be in it. Yeah. This one would be in it. Yep. I got to think about this. We have to bring in the boys. Out the door, $20. Out the door, 20 bucks. We'll get Jared and Jared, uh, Krishan. They might not. They might not agree. If it's bottom barrel, they're probably not going to want to do it. Yeah, but it's fun to find something good that's cheap like that. I do agree. Like I said, if you buy an S class, a hundred thousand dollar car, you know it's going to be a good car. The fun is finding that like Mazda three S or whatever that's like well built, fun to drive, like that sort of deal. It's, fun, it's finding the Toyota Avalon that can press the S class. Yeah. The free agent signing that, you know, shuts down the big time receiver, you know. Thank you for listening. Talk to you soon.